abruptly forced into atmospheric flight after jumping in low over the streets of Gastian from their previous position while outside the 61 Cygnus system. Damn! Josh cried out as he slammed the throttles for the Falcon's lift thrusters to their maximum setting. Is the atmosphere thick here or what? Adjust heading, 1.5 degrees to port, Loki instructed. Reduce speed to 350. One and a half to port, 350. Josh made the necessary adjustments as his partner prepared to launch weapons. He glanced upward briefly, taking in the explosions far above them. Holy shit, look at that! I saw them, Loki replied. What about the others? Loki asked, returning to business. Three jump flashes, Loki responded. One to port and two to starboard. All trailing. Maintain course and speed. Locking on primary and secondary targets. Ten seconds to weapons release. I've got nothing on my threat board, Josh announced. It looks like we caught them by surprise. Weapons away, Loki reported as he pressed the launch button on his weapons control screen. The red threat warning light began blinking at the top of his console. He glanced at his threat display as orange icons began popping up. If we did, then their automatic defense systems are damned fast. I've got multiple air defense turrets powering up all over the city. Falcon's leader. Their commander's voice crackled over the comms. Breaking left to engage live air defense turrets. One, take down the three dead ahead. Two, take the two to the east. Three, loop over and kill the one behind us. Execute targets, then jump to rendezvous point Alpha One. One copies, Loki responded over the comms. Veer right and take the far tower, Loki instructed. I'll take the ones to the left with the nose turret as we pass. Turning right, Josh replied. Let's go blow some shit up. The crowds of onlookers who had been pouring out onto the streets of Gastian only moments earlier were beginning to realize that they were in the middle of a war. However, the battle wasn't only in the skies above, it was also on the streets below. Three fighters of unknown origin had suddenly appeared from blue-white flashes of light. Within seconds, they had streaked overhead and launched missiles at distant Zhong targets. Then, after a brief attack on Zhong air defense towers with their guns, they disappeared as miraculously as they had arrived. The crowd began to disperse as the onlookers feared for their safety, seeking refuge anywhere they could as more flashes of blue-white light appeared in groups of three all around the city skyline. More missiles were launched, leaving thin contrails as they streaked between buildings. At the end of their journey, the missiles would arc upward briefly before turning back toward the surface, their warheads detonating just above their targets. Alarm klaxons sounded in the distance, sirens wailed, and the thunderous rapid-fire pounding of Jung air defense railguns that had not yet been destroyed could be heard in the distance. Flashes of blue-white light continued to appear in every direction as the fighters of unknown origin seemingly popped in and out of existence. They would linger only long enough to deliver their weapons onto their targets, disappearing again before the Jung air defenses could lock onto them. Those brave enough to peer out from their hiding places watched as Zhong vehicles filled with combat troops and technicians rolled past. The vehicles paused at intersections just long enough to drop off small squads of soldiers that dispersed quickly in preparation to maintain control over the population during the attack. A brilliant blue-white flash appeared in between the buildings, only a few meters above the street, accompanied by a deafening clap and a rush of displaced air. The flash immediately subsided, revealing a small armed shuttlecraft, its engines roaring at full power to maintain its altitude just above the surface. The shuttle's forward momentum continued to carry it forward, as its reverse thrusters fired to decelerate. 
Menacing-looking troops clad in flat black combat armor stood in the open doorway of the shuttle as it came to a hover, still only three meters above the street. At the intersection ahead, the Jung soldiers who had just been dropped off spun around toward the hovering enemy shuttle. After a moment of hesitation at the unfamiliar sight, the soldiers opened fire on the shuttle. As the red bolts of energy from their rifles ricocheted off the armored underside of the shuttle, the enemy ship's side-mounted, double-barreled weapons quickly angled downward and opened fire. Red-orange balls of plasma energy spewed from the twin barrels in rapid succession, obliterating the helpless Jung soldiers at the intersection. The engagement lasted only seconds, after which the shuttle's guns went silent, and the troops standing in its doorway leapt outward. The armored soldiers fell the few meters to the surface, hitting the ground running with their weapons raised and ready for action. By the time the six black-clad soldiers had taken their first few running steps down the streets of Gastion, the shuttle had already pitched upward and begun a climb, disappearing second.